Hello and welcome to Victory Briefings, where we use the Word of God for a victorious life. I'm Dwight Hammond, and I thank you for joining me today. Be blessed by the Holy Spirit as He gives you new revelation knowledge through the Word of God. Well, glory to Jesus. Let's take a look at Ephesians 5, verses 3 and 4. Now, the Bible tells us that fornication is any kind of sex act outside the boundaries of marriage. Uncleanness refers to impurity and unholiness, anything that has to do with improper sexual activity. We all know that one thing leads to another, and we see that in Paul's list of unfit actions here. Remember verse 1 of this chapter tells us to be imitators of God as dear children. Ephesians chapter 5 verses 3 and 4 tells us, But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not even be named among you, as is fitting for the saints. Verse 4, Neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. The NIV translates this verse, But among you there must be not even a hint of sexual immorality or of any kind of impurity or of greed, because these are improper for God's holy people. Paul was simply emphasizing that sexual impurities and covetousness should never be a part of Christian life. Covetousness or greed, in this context, means a want for more sex. An example is when one looks at another person and thinks or wonders what it would be like together in fornication. There shouldn't even be a hint of these kinds of thoughts among the saints. Sad to say, many Christians today have abandoned the belief that Christians can live different than the world. We may see the world in the church but that's not the way God wants it to be. The reason for holiness is that we are saints. The very word saints means separation. The true nature of a saint is to be separate from the sin the world lives in. As Paul listed these things that are unbecoming to saints, he included some of the things in verse 4 that surprise many Christians today. He told us not to use foolish talking or nor jesting, which is not convenient. The Strong's Concordance says that foolish talking literally means silly talk or buffoonery. Paul basically repeated a statement he made in Ephesians 4.29. Silliness is not a godly trait. This is not to say that there is no place for joy and fun in the Christian life. Jesus himself was anointed with the oil of gladness more than anyone around him, according to Hebrews 1.9. Jesus had a good time, but he never spoke foolishly. Next, Paul mentioned jesting. He qualified this by specifying that it was jesting that was not convenient. So there must be jesting that is convenient. The word convenient means fitting or proper, suitable, and useful. Joking with a person in an appropriate 
good and suitable way can be useful for building relationships, but if inappropriate, it can be very damaging. It's not always easy to know what type of jesting is fitting, but if a person you are kidding around with doesn't like it, it's inappropriate, so stop it. If what you say during the week would be inappropriate for your pastor's ears, it's not fitting for you to say. We have too many church-only Christians. God wants full-timers. The NIV translates it, nor should there be obscenity, foolish talk, or coarse jesting, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. Paul was saying that thanksgiving is the opposite of filthiness, foolish talking, and inappropriate jesting that he had just condemned. Thanksgiving takes humility. Proud people aren't thankful. They only think of themselves. All the things Paul was condemning in these verses are rooted in selfishness. If the motive is to bless others, then jesting will most likely be appropriate and not the type Paul was rebuking here. So coarse jesting or coarse jokes, bad jokes, filthy jokes, those are out. We don't do those anymore. Now you can take it too far the other way, I believe. One time I worked for a fellow named Henry. My friend and I were joking and laughing and carrying on while we were working, and Henry came over where we were working, and he said, no laughing. He was against it totally. We didn't, he didn't want any laughing on the job. So my friend and I packed up our tools and went to another job. We figure that as hard as the work is, if, it, if we can't have a little bit of fun while, while we work, then we'll do something else someplace else. It just wasn't worth it to be around someone that miserable. Another time I was working for a Christian brother, and his son was working with me, and I was joking around a little bit with his son, and his son would stop laughing every time his his father would come by. And then the next day or so, his father told me that we don't joke around here. And I said, well, that will either change or I'll be gone. If I have to work here, I want to have fun. And maybe six months went by. I finally got the old man to roll his eyes a little bit, and he finally began to smirk and laugh a little bit. We eventually became the best of friends. But their church evidently had them so bound up with uh, being against joking that they had no fun. And fun came into the building, and production went up, and the business prospered. So we need to have fun. Jesus had fun. He had fun with people. So let's us have fun without being nasty and filthy. Let this be your prayer. Father, help me to be on guard so that when I hear a filthy joke, I do not partake in the conversation. Thank you that I can use jesting that is convenient that will build a relationship instead of saying something I cannot be thankful for. My declaration is, I thank God that fornication and all uncleanness is far from me. I've been redeemed from the world and its filthiness. I quickly cast down evil thoughts and begin to praise God with thanksgiving for his word. Hallelujah. 
Thank you for following the podcast. I hope you will share this message. God bless you, my friend. Remember, you can share your comments and prayer requests. Click the mailbag button on the website, or you can email me, mailbag at victorybriefings.net. With your permission, I'll read your comments on the mailbag section of the podcast. This program and other materials are available at victorybriefings.net.